Thanks for joining us today for Our Joy Project, a podcast created by Bayes Communications. I'm Kelly Young, your host. Our Joy Project is a personal passion project of mine. I'm making it part of my mission to find and share joy. I'll talk to my guests about joy, how they define it, their last experience with it, and how they share it with others. This podcast isn't about my joy, though. It's really about our joy. During times when things around us feel so dark and there's a lot of negative energy around us, I believe we can still spark joy. This is Our Joy Project. Thanks for listening. Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. That's pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. Hi, friends. I'm Kelly Young, and as you know, I'm on the search to find joy and share joy, and I'm so excited about this conversation today with Tamara Winfrey-Harris. We actually interviewed her for Badassery Life, so if you missed that, I'll make sure to post that so that you can uh, hear that episode where we talked about all the amazing things that she's doing, has done, is doing, Um, but I was excited to bring her back on this to talk about joy, but also because she's about to launch her second book, and I'll let her talk about that. Uh, But Tamara, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about joy and just to see you and smile and have fun. Yeah. So tell our listeners, yeah, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I'm a writer and I usually focus on race and gender and kind of the ways they intersect with like politics and pop culture and current events. And my first ever book, The Sisters Are All Right, Changing the Broken Narrative of Black Women in America came out in 2015. And I interviewed over a hundred black women about what our lives are really like. And my next book, which I'm so excited about, is called Dear Black Girl, Letters from Your Sisters on Stepping Into Your Power. And I got the most amazing black women to write letters to black girls and younger women about a variety of topics like um, I, you know, hair, <laughs> hair, <laughs> uh, friendship, relationships with your parents, um, relationships with you know friends, sex, um, and then tough stuff like um, sexual assault and incarceration and. Um, it's really like, I, I read those letters and I'm like, oh my God, I needed that when I was 16. So I, I'm very excited for it to come out in March, March 9th, 2020, wow. and to get it in the hands of girls. That is so great. I'm excited for you too. I know when we did the original, the first podcast with you, Stevie and I were just so enamored by the concept and just learning more about it as well too. So I'm excited for the book to come out and glad that we were able to reconnect on this podcast. But before we talk about joy, so I'm just, again, still so fascinated. How did you, how did you get people to write in and how, I mean, and is is there one, anyone in particular where you're like, girl, I can't believe I got this person to write a letter. So it, it all started with this workshop I was just doing with two of my friends. And it was like, it was a small workshop. It was about 
12 girls and it was going to be intergenerational. So adults and girls. And I just had this idea, hey, in the goodie bag for the girls, why don't we get um, women to write them a letter? That would be a neat takeaway of the experience. And so I just went on social media and kind of haphazardly said, hey, will anybody write? I need 12 letters. Who will write a letter to a Black girl? And I got more than 50. <gasps> That's from amazing. all over the world, which was amazing. Like women really, black women really showed up. And the first letter I read, oh my gosh, it was so good. Like I ugly cried. <laughs> um, and it let me know that I needed to, con I needed to continue this. So I actually do have the letters to black girls project. And if you go to my website, TamaraWinfreyHarris.com, mm -hmm. you can submit a letter. But the reality is I've got another job. I've got a whole job <laughs> at CICF as a vice president of community leadership and effective philanthropy. So I don't have a lot of time to match letters with girls. So I knew a book was one way to get these letters in more women's hands. So I took letters that had been submitted through that project, but I also very intentionally reached out to some women because I wanted girls to see themselves in all the different ways that they show up. So I wanted to make sure that there were women who identified as um, queer or trans. I wanted to make sure that there were, you know, women who were biracial who can talk about that. I wanted to make sure that there were women who could talk about being dark skinned and light skinned. Like I wanted to cover that. So I had to specifically solicit some letters. And for anyone who's listening from Indianapolis, I got so many awesome Indianapolis women um, that I was happy to get to participate. So um, Keisha Dixon, who mm -hmm. many of you know, heads up the Asante Children's Theater. Um, Tatiana Rebel, who you know many of you know, is an amazing poet um, who works in the city. LaShonda Crow Storm, amazing artist. Deshaun Perry Smitherman, who's a, a Lilly executive. So a lot of great local women um, who added their voices to the project. That is so cool. I am so, so, so excited about the book and um, you, people can pre-order it now, right? They can pre-order it from who, whatever your favorite bookstore is, but please support local and independent bookstores because we're losing a lot of them. Yeah, I know. It's a tough time. I definitely have a tough time. Well, I'm very excited about that. I'm so glad. We're not going to skate over the CICF work that you do, but that's <laughs> very important as well. And for anybody listening that is not local, that's Central Indiana Community Foundation, and she's doing incredible work there. But this book is just awesome. I'm not a girl and I'm not Black, but I'm going to buy it because I have a feeling it's meant for so many different audiences and so many uh, men, women, girls, boys could probably benefit from the words of these incredible women that you found for this book? Well, I always say that, you know, kind of the, the experience of being a woman and the sexism and the difficult stuff and a lot of the fun stuff, you know, some of that is universal. It's just the, the ways that we experience our womanhood and girlhood is influenced by all of our different identities. So there is for there are for sure things in there that I think are kind of universal, just woman girl experiences that I think you know all people can draw from. Awesome! And before we hit joy questions, you also have a newsletter, right? Or did I make that up? 
I do have a monthly newsletter. So if okay. you go to my website, you can sign up for that. And one of the cool things that I'm doing is asking five questions of each of the letter contributors four real ones and one fun one. So if you ever wanted to like know, um, you know, Keisha's favorite candy, <laughs> we'll find out. Then you'll then you'll find out if you uh, subscribe to the newsletter. That is so great. Okay, uh, the book is coming out in March. Dear Black Girls, remind us what was the name of your first book as well? Because the sisters are all right. The sisters are all right. So both books, fabulous newsletter great follow her on social follow her around town whatever she's amazing so and make sure to listen to her on badassery life as well too so there's that plug so we'll get into joy now and uh, that brought me already enough joy for the rest of the day but let's hear from you how do you define joy and what does joy mean to you <sighs> for me it's, it's for me it's like this open-hearted feeling um, when you just feel open to all good things and you feel like, you know, giving good things and you're, you're generating that energy yourself. Um, that's probably a very yoga answer. I spent last year in yoga teacher training. That's probably why. <laughs> um, but, it, <laughs> but joy to me is like being open and receiving all of the good things that are available to you, but also reflecting those back to other people. That's great. So when was the last time you experienced joy and what was that like? That's question number two. Huh. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's a good question, especially right now, because the things that I would normally point to as being, oh, that, you know, that's a joy. Like a lot of those things aren't happening right, you know, right now. Um, I would say you know, the last time I got a chance to see my parents, which actually um, was in December, we had to, we met halfway up I-65 in the parking lot of, of a country, uh, country, uh, what is it? Old country buffet, whatever that is. Oh yeah. Like, I probably that so that we could exchange gifts with like socially distanced with masks on for Christmas. Um, yeah. and so it's not like our holidays usually are because usually it's a big family holiday and everybody has to get together, but it's always good to see my parents and I miss being able to hug them. Um, yeah, yeah. I miss hugs. I'm a bear. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not even a big hugger, but I tell you, I'm going to be hugging everybody <laughs> as soon as they let me out of the house. <laughs> yeah, so funny. Well, I know um, our conversations before about how much you enjoy your family and how you value them. So I'm sure that that experience, unfortunately, the holidays um, were so different for so many people, but I'm glad that you on a side of a highway <laughs> were able to see your parents. And, yeah. uh, that's great. So this third question is really a, around sharing and spreading joy. And how are you doing that? Or what ideas do you have? What can we maybe learn from you so that we can continue to, to share joy with others? I think continuing to find ways to have human connections, even if they have to be through Zoom, which is, which is not ideal. But, you know, one of my very dear, dear friends who is also a writer has had amazing success with her book this year. It's called Secret Lives of Church Ladies. You should get it. 
if you don't have it, it was nominated, shortlisted for the National Book Award, is up for the Penn Faulkner Award. And, you know, any other time I would love to like be with her and like celebrate with her and go out for drinks with her. We haven't been able to do that, but she has hosted these amazing celebratory like Zoom evening cocktail hours with groups of friends that have been so fun. And it's still, a, you know, it's still possible to support people and celebrate them and uplift them. And it's probably even more important right now. Yeah. Um, so I think we can't have human connection in the way we want to have it. But I've been trying to call my friends more, Zoom with my friends more who aren't here, like whatever way I have to make sure that, you know, while we're isolating, I don't become too isolated. Oh, that's a good way to look at it too. Cause yeah. it becomes too easy to just say, you know, I can't, or I'm not tonight or I'm zoomed out, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to be able to have those connections. And it's funny when I get on zooms and I don't see the person's face, I see their name. I'm like, come on. I don't, I don't care what you look like. I just want to see you. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about when we yeah, yeah. put our glam shot up there, but you know, it's, it, there's something about seeing somebody's eyes and seeing their smile. Like even right uh -huh. now, yeah. it brings me joy and uh, <laughs> you know, you want to see that person as well too. So that's great. And there's something about that. Like there's something about those informal zoom sessions with friends where, you know, I look over and one friend is like, she's cooking and you know, another one is like, halfway under covers and like it's just it's 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 casual so it's not like the way you have to show up for a, a work zoom which makes it a little more intimate you know yeah. yeah that reminds me one of my um good friends was quarantined um over the holidays and we did a zoom call with her there were four of us um we call ourselves the running moms even though we're not running right now um uh, but you know the the names are coming up and the pictures are coming up she was in a costume, like, like a full on, like, um, like a, I don't even know, poodle skirt. And so what was that? Like the 50s? I love that. Yeah. And she was just sitting there. She had like the little scarf and, you know, all, <laughs> like Michelle, what are you doing? She goes, I just have to have some fun with this right now. And that moment was so, uh -huh. it just made us laugh. It brought us joy. And, uh, you're so right about that human connection. You yeah. said, Thing that I wanted to make sure before we close that I don't lose sight of. You talked about um, supporting each other and lifting each other up too. What can we do for you as you're getting ready to launch your book? Besides oh, buy it. You're right. <laughs> well, I, I would say pre-order it and tell people about it. And most importantly, if you know organizations that serve groups of Black girls, I mean, I want to get this into Black girls' hands. I think it's important. So introduce the books to them. I, you know, at least one organization, um, which I think is amazing, has been raising money to get 25 books to 25 girls, um, which, which is awesome. So, you know, if it's donating books um, to organizations, and I am looking to work with as many of those organizations as possible. I will sign books. I will, you know, gather friends that I have to do workshops for those organizations. This really is about making the world better for girls. And as I, as I say, I always tie back to my first book to give girls the gift of all rightness right now, instead of them having to like 
figure out their way in their 40s and you know 50s to finally get to the point where they're like you know I am okay yes. <laughs> you know yeah. as many of us have to yeah. right yes I love that so much okay remind us last time where people can find you I know it's really simple because it's your name but tamarawinfreyharris.com Okay, perfect. Follow her on social as well to pre-order the book, connect with her if you're interested. Um, Brian Payne will probably kill us if we don't give a shout out to CICF. So for listeners who don't know what Central Indiana Community Foundation is, can you give like the two second or two minute kind of overview? Central Indiana Community Foundation and our affiliate partners, the Indianapolis Foundation, the Hamilton County Community Foundation, and the Women's Fund of Central Indiana. Um, uh, we work together to make sure ours is a community where everyone has access to the opportunity to reach their full potential, no matter their place, race, or identity. And in case you don't know what community foundations do, we basically do three things. We grant money to not-for-profits that are doing uh, good work in the community. Um, we do community leadership, meaning we convene or fund and lead on issues and opportunities. And lastly, we work with philanthropists to help them um, harness their values and their desires in their philanthropy. Awesome. So thank you for that as well, too, so that we can both um, stay safe with Brian, you know, um, plus, plus it's just boss. So I like to stay safe with Brian. Yeah, right? yeah. So, um, but such a great organization as well, too. And so I wanted to make sure that we spent a minute to at least uh, recognize the good that that you're doing at CICF um, as well, too. So thank you for being here. Good luck with your book thank launch. You I know so it's probably going to be challenging, too, to launch a book during COVID, uh, but we'll do what we can to support you both on our joy project, Badassery Life, Kelly Young, you know, I got you, like whatever I can do to support you. I'm so excited thank to know you. you. I appreciate you. You bet. The, take care and uh, keep spreading that joy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Our Joy Podcast, brought to you by Bayes Communications. If you want to share your joy with us, or if you want to learn more about the work we do at Bayes, send me an email at kelly at bayescommunications.com. That's Kelly with a Y and Bayes, B-A-I-S-E, communications with an S at the end. You can also follow us on Facebook at Our Joy Project. Until next time, choose joy and be kind to one another.